Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 84, and it is May 11th, 2019. Um, it's really dreary in New York right now, and I think it will be for a few more days still. Um, if you are anything like me, seasons really affect your mood a lot, so you might be struggling with the doldrums and um, post-Game of Thrones hangover, although I still haven't watched any of this season because I'm just saving them. Um, But yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about just a continuation of something that I share about and experience a lot, which is that you know, putting feelings on pause or overwhelming emotions on pause. And by that, all that means is I'm not like having a huge overwhelming emotion and like tamping it down or doing anything like, or trying not to stop it or prevent those feelings from coming through. It's more that I try not to do anything about it like I share that addiction is about applying a thing to a feeling and with that too like I try not to do anything about it in terms of like creating a blast radius or affecting people around me when I have a feeling and a perfect example of this is that a few days ago I really I was really, really in my feelings about what I perceived to be, you know, a slight, right? Like someone said they were going to do something and they didn't. And in that moment, you know, I really decided that it was a status thing. It was that this person didn't want to do this thing for me because this person is of an elevated status for me. And then that got into my head about how, you know, the fact that I'm thinking that at all is like a sign of insecurity, but because I am an addict and so a lot of my behaviors are contrary to my internal thoughts and there's so much self-aggrandizement happening, like that translated into, well, who does this person think they are? And, you know, the fact of the matter is maybe I'm superior to them and that's the issue here and like XYZ and like all this stuff. And I, you know, I really in 12 step, there is this thing where you write down your grievance and you really map it out as to see what your role in it is. And there's only like usually like a few things of mine, um, like defense mechanisms that I can identify with some regularity now. And so a lot of it is like self-obsession, you know, just self-servingness where I get frustrated if I can't make someone else do something in accordance to my will and, you know, and insecurity. Like I, it would be really, really a lie if I were to say that I wasn't affected by status living in a place like New York, especially working on something like books where for so much out of the year you take yourself out of the equation or you only sort of like have one like horse in the race or like one one pan going I guess one other metaphor um insofar as like you have a book and that becomes like your face and your byline for like two years 
and obviously that has like a bell curve that has its ebbs and flows and so you don't really get that sort of key bump of recognition with the kind of frequency that I did when I was working in media and I was working and I was writing on a number of different projects that would come out sort of intermittently so you have like a sort of tighter loop of validation and gratification and this that and the other so the fact that I've had to sort of um, change my status metabolism a little I guess for lack of a less disgusting term does affect me sometimes and so when someone you know does something that I decide is snubbing me um, professionally I get really defensive and you know, I did a fourth step around this person as to what my shit in this was, like my homework, my side of the street to tidy up. And, you know, it's like always the same, uh, the usual suspects. And, and then I kind of did a fear inventory, which means like what my greatest fear about this is. Like if I were to take this, you know, obviously like anytime I, I'm butthurt or just pissy, usually you know, I could sit there being like, it's because this and that and the other, and then this person this, and da da da. But if I boil it down, it's usually that I'm afraid of something. And lo and behold, unsurprisingly, what I was afraid of was that, you know, this person doesn't take me seriously, or this person is bullying me, or this person is emblematic of what the larger industry thinks of me. And then, you know seeing it all written down is like so gratifying because you realize again that you do not read minds that you have no idea what this person is thinking that you actually have no idea what this person's schedule is like this person did not share their google calendar with you for you to like sit there and be like oh xyz and someone reminded me of something that i always forget which is that like feelings aren't facts and like my feeling of butthurtness just because I felt as though I had been sort of poked or attacked in some way didn't make it so and so I didn't really need to behave as though this person attacked me and now it's a few days later and I feel genuinely kind of sheepish around it because you know who knows what like mental roller coaster I've I could have gone on if I had said something snide in retaliation or if I had behaved as though my feeling were a fact and created this echo chamber of behavior where both of us is thinking that we know exactly what the other person is doing when that ultimately very frequently is not the case. Um, I don't know if you guys saw like the Brene Brown uh, talk on Netflix, but if you sort of looked at it and it's like, why is this person seemingly with a headset on um, talking like what is this I actually had not really heard of Brene Brown but my sponsee was actually like grateful for this this um, video and it was like on my sponsee's gratitude list and so I was like okay fine I'll check it out and whether you watch it or not whether or not you care about this Basically, this person is like a shame scientist. They study like shame and human behavior around that and courage and things like that. And they said something that really, for me, there was like such a function that I could take away and appreciate, which is 
the power of the sort of narrative, and I'm paraphrasing, and if you are like a Brene Brown um, scholar, then please forgive me, but the thing that I took away and I loved was that this, that your brain is amazing, obviously it's a miraculous thing, but it's also slightly reductive in the versions of fact that it wants to receive because like it because it does so many processes at any given time like it needs it needs concise um versions of like reality and perception and with that conciseness you don't often get like nuance and precision it's almost like your brain tells your your like your brain tells your brain a tweet and I really love that and the sort of um, thinking you can apply to that, the sort of like mindfulness exercise that you can do around that is that she talks about this line when you're presenting what you're thinking or what you perceive your reality to be to another person, which is this line. It is, quote, the story I'm telling myself. And so instead of going into like invectives about like you did this or even like you made me feel it's it's just like hey with all data being neutral and everything being without value judgment just because data is plus data or minus data the story i'm telling myself is that you snubbed me because you think you're more important than me And not that I would even say this to this person because this is like a professional setting and it's not a situation where I want to like mend a relationship or like grow with this person in like hardcore ways. Like, and again, this is like a very peripheral person. If I was working with this person on a daily basis, this might be some version of a conversation that we would have to have in order to, you know, just trust each other and have like a more fruitful work relationship. And the nice thing about the story I'm telling myself too is that like even as I say it out loud like I can sort of acknowledge my own sheepishness around it where I'm like hey like this is a thing and it's like the story I'm telling myself is that you know you um the story I'm telling myself is that this didn't happen because there were there were like other people who you found to be more of a priority than me on this day and so that really sort of like pinpoints the fact that like this is such a me 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 thing and it just like owns that aspect of like why you're feeling that hurt it's not just like this whole list of like grievances and it also sort of like puts you in a position of really like a vulnerability that you can account for, that you can be accountable to and for. And especially in like friendship situations or romantic situations, or, you know, like my partner, like these things really help me be like, hi, I really need a lot more data because like my brain is sitting in a, you know, in a fluid sack in the dark on this thing. And I really, really like that. And So that's something that I thought I would share if you find utility in it. And also just like, man, I'm really like in my feelings lately again because of this weather. And if this is something that you also struggle with, I just wanted to like extend, 
you know, an invitation to be gentle and to like kind of let yourself struggle with it and be like, hey, body, like I'm not just going to hijack you with my brain today because you're, you're having a rough go. Like, let's, you know, let's just try to be nice and like get through this day and the next day maybe. Um, anyway, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm also going to do some push-ups because anytime I get depressed, um, I get really, really dissociated. So that's been a nice thing to ground me. And so if there's anything that you like to do in that vein, whether it's just like child's pose or downward dog or something, like I really encourage that because on one side of it, you're like, ugh, that's not going to work. I feel shitty. But then when you're done, you're usually like, okay, that worked slightly. I feel slightly less shitty. And that is a tool that I can go to the next time I feel shitty. Um, all right. Well, have a really gentle day and thank you.